The fear of recession is mounting in the United States. Where do you peg the probability of a recession? Right now, it's, um, let's say by year end, I'd say about 50-50. It's pretty close. In June 2022, the World Bank slashed its global growth forecast to 2.9%, warning that several countries could fall into recession. I think there's a lot of fear just around how it's going to play out, how long it's going to be, and how deep it's going to be. And it hurts a lot of people. I think the pain tends to be kind of concentrated in the victims of the recession, but none of us can be completely sure that we or our families are not going to be among those victims. Recessions also often impact the, the valuation of other asset classes, like the value of your house or the value of your car. And last but not least, it, it's that really most important one, that increase in the unemployment rate where people really fear that they could lose a job and thus lose income. I do believe recessions are really inevitable. I believe that the economic cycle exists. But some believe that this isn't all bad news. Some investors, they look at recessions as opportunities. You know, this is an opportunity to buy this asset that's now on sale. And now it's at fair value. I think it's really important to just understand the mechanics, because I think when you do, knowledge is power, information is power, and then you can start to, to be able to seize the moment. So why do recessions happen? And are they an inevitable part of the American economy? The National Bureau of Economic Research defines a recession as a significant decline in economic activity that's spread across the economy and lasts more than a few months. It's been synonymous with major economic pain felt by businesses and consumers alike. The Congressional Research Service cites three main causes of a recession. The first is an overheated economy. When economists talk about the economy overheating, they mean that demand in the economy is growing faster than the ability of the supply side of the economy to satisfy it. And that can be because we just can't produce enough stuff, or it can be because we don't have enough workers. A hot spike in inflation, alongside a dip in the unemployment rate, could signal that the economy may be overheating. Every recession but one since World War II has seen an inflation hike right before the start of the downturn. And nearly every recession since World War II saw the unemployment rate fall to 5% or lower. When unemployment gets really low, it means that there's not really very many available workers for firms to hire. And if firms can't find workers to hire, then they have to start bidding up wages. As they start paying people more, people have more income with which to buy goods and services. More income buying goods and services tends to push up the prices of goods and services. So you get a positive feedback between wages moving higher, pushes prices higher, pushes wages higher, pushes prices higher. And if the Federal Reserve didn't intervene by inducing a recession and raising interest rates, that spiral would get stronger and stronger and stronger, and eventually you'd have inflation running away and, and really getting out of control. Asset bubbles can be another direct cause. The recession of 2001 was primarily caused by the dot-com bubble burst of 2000, while the Great Recession occurred just after the crash of the housing market. Asset prices, whether they're stock prices or house prices, go up a lot and they exceed the fundamentals, and then suddenly they come down abruptly, that has a big negative effect on the economy, particularly if people have borrowed to buy those assets. When that happens, people find out that they're not as wealthy as they thought that they were. And when you find out that you're not as wealthy as you thought that you are, you cut back on your spending. And as you cut back on your spending, that decreases demand in the economy, and it slows the economy down, and enough of it can cause a recession. 
And other times, recessions are caused by unpredictable events that lead to severe disruptions. Economists call these events black swans. These are the things that, unfortunately, we cannot manage. You cannot control geopolitical events. You cannot control, you know, COVID-19. But when they do happen, usually they're fast and furious and have an immediate impact. And that's what drove us into uh, a very quick recession throughout COVID and others that we've seen through the course of time. The U.S. has experienced at least 30 recessions throughout history, dating back as early as 1857. They may have become an inevitable part of the economic cycle that fluctuates between periods of expansion and contraction. History teaches us that it's recessions are inevitable. I do think recessions are part of our, of our business cycle. Do I believe that they're completely inevitable in, in a capitalistic society? Partly. There's so many events and, and external factors that contribute to recessions, such as supply shocks, demand shocks. All righty, guys. Welcome to today's show. We got a good one, folks. I hope you were there for the bonus episode that we had earlier this afternoon, touching on the invasive uh, snails coming from Africa. Guys, I want to get away from the sales uh, scenario and get on to what is going on with America's economy. We're going to talk about possibly, possibly a recession coming to our shores, guys. You're not going to want to miss this coming at you live here on Twitch. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Alrighty, guys. Welcome to tonight's show, guys. Welcome. We got a we got a good one, guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about the recession, possibly going into a major, major fucking recession. You know, a lot of people question me, like you know, uh, Mike is a really unfiltered podcast host. He cusses a lot. Well. <laughs> You know, sometimes I have to. I have to get a little energetic on the show. I have to show my viewers, my followers on social media, whatever platform you decide to follow me on, what type of shit 
is facing this great country, guys. We got a really, really, really big show, guys, tonight. Um, I want to thank those who are joining me on Twitch. Thank you very much. It means a lot. I, I really thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it, it, it means it means a lot, guys. Guys, I want to get into the recession. Possibly, we are going to be going into a recession on the likes that we haven't seen since the Jimmy Carter administration. Literally, uh, could it be as bad as the Carter administration? Now, everybody is questioning this recession. Is it going to be bad? Is it going to be serious? Hell, I, I hope, I hope that if we do go in a recession, it is a quick and easy fix. Now, for those who have been paying attention to the intro videos, I've been plugging them in into the podcast, usually right before we start, ladies and gentlemen, to heighten the audience here that listens on the show, okay, that this country has experienced roughly about 30 recessions in its lifetime, 30. We've seen some good ones. We've seen some really, really bad ones. Now, you kind of question, like, how could a recession be good when recessions are always bad? Well, that's not the case, uh, folks. There are recessions that turn out to be good. They turn out to basically boost the economy, if that makes sense, to get it to where it shouldn't have been. To boost it. Now a lot of people will come to understand that this stimulus or these stimulus packages uh, were introduced to boost our economy. I look at it at an entire different angle, folks. Entire different angle. Where we had stimulus checks that not only boosted our economy... But damn near bankrupted. Bankrupted. Most of these stimulus checks were given to big corporate giants to sort of bail them out. Take them from the sewers and bring them to glory. Once again. Now. Are the stimulus going away? Well, if you've been paying attention to the news, folks, stimulus checks are now going to 20 different states, including my state here in Georgia. Now, Georgia is on top of the list within those 20 states, including New Jersey, New York, South Carolina, California, and others, just to name for a small example. Now, what is behind these stimulus checks that the government claims that it's going to do wonders 
It's going to do wonders. It's going to set the standard here. It's going to it's going to make this country flourish once again. Okay. Okay, 10-4 loud and clear over and out. Well, folks, these stimulus checks are going to do absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the title of the show today, are we going into a recession? Are we going in a recession? Heightens the terminology. Folks, if we are not in a recession, then we're pretty much damn near near it. I think we already are in a recession. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I want to plug this sound clip in here, uh, folks, to basically explain a little bit more if you weren't paying attention to the first intro video that we plugged into today's podcast. Check this out. A former Trump economist warns we're already in a recession. All right, it's the big wait for uh, the second half of the year and how things go. We had a lousy first half, as you know, uh, one of the worst we've seen in the case of the S&P 100 since 1970 when Richard Nixon was president. And if you're looking at the Dow since 1962 when John F. Kennedy was president. Of course, a lot of people say the second half, given the yesterday activity and kicking things off, maybe looks more promising. Don't necessarily bet on it, though. A number of companies are already acting on sort of pairing their workforce, or at least slowing hiring. But it's one thing to renege on promises you've made to graduates with job offers and suddenly take them back. It's quite another in the case of an Novartis to say 8,000 of you are going to lose your jobs outright. So where are we going here? Let's go to Aaron Gibbs, the Main Street Asset Management CIO. Steve Moore, of course, top economic advisor to President Trump. And Emily Rowland, the co-chief investment strategist at John Hancock Investment Management. Emily, I ended with you. If you don't mind, if I'd like to begin with you on your take on these beginning layoffs, because usually what starts with a few expands to many. Where do you see things going? Yeah, Neil, it's pretty unusual to see cracks in the labor market so soon in an economic cycle. But in our view, we're experiencing the, the late cycle period that we should have had in 2020, except we saw massive stimulus in response to the pandemic. So essentially what we did was we made the economy look a lot better than it actually was, putting lipstick on the economy, and companies responded to that. They ramped up hiring. They built up inventories. And I think now there's a broad recognition that one-time stimulus like that just isn't sustainable. So companies are now adjusting to that. Things are working in the other way. We expect unemployment to actually pick up. We think this is just the beginning of it. And this has really key implications for Fed policy. Right now, they are solely focused on the price stability half of their mandate, taking the gloves off and fighting elevated inflation. But we think it's like a teeter-totter. And next year, the Fed's actually going to be more focused on unemployment. You know, what's interesting as well, Aaron, is when you get this word out of factories around the globe right now, an interesting piece in today's Financial Times, Wall Street Journal had expanded on this not too long ago as well, uh, revealing weakening demand. Um, that could be very, very telling in and of itself. Weakening demand usually means uh, a soon-to-be-paired labor force. What do you see happening? Well, y yes, uh, so... 
you know, unfortunately, that's also what we're looking for is weakening demand so that inflation can come down. Um, that's actually, you know, the, the goal. Um, but certainly, you know, people have to expect that as we're contracting from this extreme ex inflation, you, you have to com complain about one or the other, right? right. Uh, and so um, with uh, lowered inflation is, is going to be, you know, lower economic activity. And uh, so there are going to be those pain points. And certainly with the technology companies, it's a little more um, exposed because they did see such incredible growth over the past year. And then maybe we're still in that comeuppance period, Steve. But I, I'd be curious to ask you, Steve, you know, a lot of people uh, were buying yesterday uh, on the notion that a 10-year note, a 10-year bond, uh, was trading well under 3%, I believe 2.89%, so well off from the 3.5% high, a little more than a week and a half earlier. The reason why I seize on that is that maybe the Federal Reserve, and maybe this is what the markets were pouncing on, won't have to raise rates as much. But to Aaron's point, if you're doing it because things are going to slow down to the point that you don't, that's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, look, Neil, I think we're already in a recession. You know, the numbers just came out uh, a couple of days ago from the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta that are saying that the GDP uh, declined by 2% in the second quarter on top of 1%. Uh, decline in the first quarter. 1.6, right? 1.6 percent in the first quarter, right? Right. Uh, look, we're, my only point is we're in a recession right now. I think the Fed has been way behind the curve, uh, Neil. I mean, I've been saying this show for nine months that they should be raising interest rates faster. And the point that I think is really important in terms of how do we avoid a crash landing is in addition to the Fed raising interest rates, we need supply side policies. We need to be reducing taxes to end the war on American oil and gas and increase our production, reduce the regulations. And unfortunately, Neil, I'm seeing none of that out of the White House. In fact, they're pointed in the other direction. When they were in uh, Europe, all they talked about was windmills as some kind of solution to our economic problems. So I have to say I've, I've turned pretty pessimistic about the economy in the second half of this year. But long term, I'm still pretty bullish on the U.S. economy. All right. Um, Emily, let me ask you a little bit. Of All right, folks. Uh, you know, you know, th this was uh, from uh, what was that from Fox, right? Uh, hat tip over to Fox for uh, plugging in that great content there. Uh, we, we, we decided to plug it on the show. Uh, guys, you know, Fox is saying, you know, uh, uh Economists uh, are saying that, you know, we're already in a recession. But, but other people are now questioning to, di to, to differ. They're, 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 they're questioning that we're, we're, we're not quite yet in a recession. Okay. Uh, Wall Street coming out uh, just, uh, what, just earlier today. Now saying that a recession is coming. Consumers say it's already here. The people that are truly the consumer, you, me, your neighbor, your co-workers, are the ones that are seeing it already happening beneath their eyes. Okay? They're saying it's already here. What can we do about it? What can we do about it? Well, uh, we could uh, raise interest rates, right? Uh, crazy. It sounds crazy. Maybe it could work. Who knows? 
But shoppers, folks, are getting squeezed. And money is disappearing fast. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? Well, they're squeezing. The shoppers are being squeezed right now, meaning that their their, their funds, they're really trying to stretch that paycheck to the next paycheck. Did you ever hear that expression where people live paycheck to paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, folks, that is actually real. That's real. People do live paycheck to paycheck. But they're squeezing their funds, making it more stretchable than ever before, folks, ever before. And the money that they're making literally from their jobs or companies they work for is disappearing like a snap of a finger. Well, of course, we hear that people are making a lot more money now these days. Sure. Is that what Joe Biden uh, wants as a victory? <laughs> Does he want to run around the, the racetrack and, uh, for a victory lap and say, hey, I'm the president that's making great pay increases because of my decisions? <laughs> yeah. Laughing matter, folks. The reason and true reason that people are making more money now these days is because you have a administration that could be the blamed of all this, where we have gas prices at historic highs that we haven't seen in 40 plus years. Grocery prices had an historic 20-year high. We haven't seen this since George W. Bush era. Everything literally coming back under this administration. We've seen the same shit through Barack Obama and the inflation that he caused in his eight years of his presidency. But folks, the presidency between Joe Biden and all others before him is a lot different, folks, a lot different. And one of those is to differ. Now, I want to read an article uh, through um, through Wall Street, uh, which I will be reading here on the show little by little coming out of Bloomberg.com. Hat tip off to Bloomberg. Don't really follow them a lot. Uh, they're, you know, guys, I'm going to say it. It's a liberal company. But hat tip over to Bloomberg for putting out this article. Okay, I, I will, guys. I will give out credit where it's due, okay? Because there's a lot of really, really good information coming out of this article, which I will read on the show for you guys. And uh, basically is saying that the recession calls are getting louder on Wall Street in New York City. They're getting louder by the minute, folks. And what do I mean by that? That there are companies out there looking at a possible recession or possibly a recession that we're already in at a very, very severe level. What does a recession do to companies? Well, it affects them tremendously. It affects their workplace. It affects their labor force in their company. 
and they have to make alternative measures to stay afloat. Folks, we've seen recessions before. We've seen a recession under George W. Bush. We've seen recessions go back to the Clinton era. Hell, even Ronald Reagan, the great Ronald Reagan had a recession at one point or another during his presidency. But usually as a country, folks, we do not let recessions hold us down as a nation. But Wall Street and others, including consumers, are saying that this recession that we are currently in could be a doozer. Could be bad, folks. It could be bad. Now, take Gina Palmer. Who is Gina Palmer? Well, she runs a, uh, a salon. Hat tip over to you, Gina Palmer, uh, for going through this. Okay? She runs a salon on Atlanta's busy North Side Drive west of downtown, which is not too far from me. Not too far from me. Now, she's ordinarily expect her businesses, or excuse me, her business, I have to make out the S because she only has one business. Sorry about that, folks. She ordinarily expect her business to be alive with the dine or din of customers on a Friday morning. But on that day, late last month, it was largely empty. Largely empty. And quiet. Save for a few employees with summer break moving into full swing, folks. Her clientele is preoccupied with affording summer camps for their kids among soaring food and gasoline costs. Not only are we affected by a recession, but the inflation is literally combating the recession and it's basically becoming what we call a superstorm of economic failure. We are literally seeing a superstorm among a superstorm affecting everything in our lives today. Whether it's high groceries, high gas prices, um, high car maintenance, right? That's at a historic highs. Everything that you're seeing in this lifetime right now is anywhere between 30 to 60% higher in 2022 than it was two, three, four years ago. Now, a lot will fact check that, which we do live in a society where people love to fact check. Go ahead. Go ahead. But here's something here, folks. When people look at their budgets, the first thing they cut is self-care. That's the first thing people do is cut their own self-care. They don't care about themselves. They care about their family. Usually people worry about their family first before them, the individual. Usually. Now, Palmer said in this article, this woman that I'm, I'm talking about here uh, on the show, that she's seen many of her clients go from having weekly appointments to bi-weekly 
and her biweekly clients are now coming in every six weeks. What is that saying? That they cannot afford the services. Is our, our services too high? Perhaps, maybe, or perhaps that they are reasonably priced and these clients can't afford it because they have bills amongst themselves that they have to worry about. This is what we also call a not-so-comfortable society where people cannot enjoy their lives anymore. You know, you wonder why we have high amounts of mental illness in this country. A lot is, you know, it could be blamed for many reasons. But this could be a reason why people are very depressed these days. We live in a society where we always have to make sure our lives are at afloat. Now, guys, I want to get more into this uh, this topic here we're talking about, guys, but I got to get a quick break in. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, guys. Uh, don't dial. My father taught me how to handle my first gun. I taught my son Oliver how to do the same. I've been shooting and hunting my whole life. So when people say I won't support guns, they're dead wrong. Boom! Other conservatives know that I'm strong on the Second Amendment. Ted Nugent, Rick Perry, President Trump. But our Second Amendment is not just about hunting. It's about our constitutional right to protect ourselves from intruders or an overly intrusive government. So as your next U.S. Senator, I will fight for our constitutional rights. Michael Gardner, unfiltered. All right, guys, we're back here on the show, on the show of shows. Welcome back to the Patriot Angle Podcast, unfiltered with Michael Gardner. For those who are tuning in on Twitch, thank you very much. Make sure you hit that follow button. Uh, Put out some amazing content on Twitch, as well as uh, my Listeners and followers that follow me on Rumble, make sure you hit that follow button on Rumble at Patriot underscore Angle underscore podcast, guys. Tremendous content. Guys, I want to get into this topic here. We're talking about uh, a recession. We're damn near in it or close to be in it. Now, a lot of people now are starting to feel miserable. I just got into that right before we... uh, We took a break. A lot of people are feeling miserable. Why is that? Why are the people feeling miserable in this country? Well, let's look at some charts here. I really don't like looking at charts, but on this topic here, guys, we need to look at the charts. We need to understand just how we got to this point in our nation. Now, for many, it's already starting to feel like a recession. I've said that many, many times. I've warned people over time after time that we're going to go in a recession under this president. This president is going to lead us into a dark hole called a recession. Now, we haven't seen this since possibly the Great Depression, and we all remember that, or the ones that are a lot older than us do remember the Great Depression. They remember how miserable it was, how it affected their lives and how they tried and tried and tried to save, but a lot of people felt that miserable wrath that they were never going to get away from those times. 
Now, are we going back to those times? I think we are, folks. I think this president is taking us back down a memorable path called the La La Land path, right? Right? The La 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 Land. La 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 Now, to look at this chart, folks, let's look at where we have gone through to get to this point. Now, the pandemic, or what I like to call it, the plandemic, okay, because it's it's very fascinating that we're at a point right now in our nation's history. This plandemic called COVID-19 is not necessarily being talked about a lot now, right? We had to hear this crap and bullshit for two, almost three fucking years, and all of a sudden, it's not talked about. I wonder why. Well, it's not a talking point anymore. That's welcome to the uh, wonderful world of mainstream viewpoints. They talk about something until they can't sell on it anymore. What's the talk of the town now? Now it's the recession, abortion, Roe v. Wade, uh, mass murder shootings, this and that. This is our society in a lunatic, liberal nutshell. Try to lay it off. Very, very uh, convenient for you on the show, guys. Now, want to get into this chart here, okay? Uh, great that they still have the chart. I'm surprised it's still up on the internet. I'm surprised they haven't took the damn crap down yet. But here's the pandemic lockdown spike, right? Now, there's going to be two different types of, uh, or excuse me, three different types of uh, chart metrics. We have a U.S. misery index. <laughs> yeah. And these are actually charts, guys. You can check this out on Bloomberg.com, which we'll put in the show notes here for my Audible podcast listeners out there. There are three different charts, guys. Three different charts. Okay? Which, by the way, uh, bummer to us. We forgot to download the damn chart to plug it into the show. But we'll give you the damn website so you can check it out. But I- I'm telling you what, guys. This, this, is, this is crazy. You got U.S. Misery Index, and then you got a U.K. Uh, metric level. And then the third would be a Euro area level. Now, I'm going to break this down so you guys understand this, okay? From 2006, the U.S. Misery Index was roughly between a 6 and an 8. That was in 2006. Let's fast forward through the Obama era. 2010-2012, a lot of people seem to see that was a really bad era. And a really, really bad presidency uh, uh, time for Barack. Well, the misery went right up uh, between a 10 and a 12. Okay? Let's go back to 2016-2018. The first years of President Donald Trump. Well, the misery level went down to a between a 3 and a 4. So were times good? Uh, within the uh, the first couple years of Donald Trump, sure. The chart, I mean, the chart shows that, right? Let's go up to 2022, currently right now. 
Now, the chart shows peaking between a 14 to 16 on the misery level. That's pretty bad. UK, right around the same thing. And the Euro area, around the same thing. Now, what does UK and Euro have anything to do with our metrics? A lot. A lot. Because everything that we do in this country affects the entire world. It does, folks. It affects the entire world. Whatever Joe Biden decides to do with his policies affects the entire world. And I just plugged into the show for those who are tuning into the live uh, video podcast here, um, which I'll explain here for those who aren't listening and listening to the Audible, uh, which is our audio platforms on Spotify or any other podcast platform that you're listening to. Biden, folks, clearly doesn't have the answers to any of our mess that we're currently in. Because, folks, what breaks down is if he had the answers to any of this, to fix any of this garbage, this crap that we are suffering from, things would get done severely different. Now, we all know who Goldman Sachs Group is, right? We all seem to understand who Goldman Sachs is. Big, big Wall Street guy, company up in New York City. Lower East Side, Midtown Manhattan. Now, Goldman Sachs came out with something uh, just earlier this week, which I thought was very, very fascinating and interesting to that matter. Now, Goldman Sachs literally put the risk of such a slump in the U.S. in the last few years now. They plan on doing it in the next year, too. For those who do pay attention to Wall Street and the stocks and everything else, uh, they're also saying that in the next year, at 30%, you're going to see a slump by 30%. Now, a Bloomberg model sees a 38% chance in the same period with all this, with risks building beyond that time, beyond that time frame. Now, what does that say for our economy? What does that say for our stock market? What does that say for any of us that depend on all this to keep us ahead? Well, there's bad times coming. Your way. Not going to lie. Folks, we're in 2022. I can tell you right now that times are looking like crap. They're looking like shit for us for the next couple of years. And again, let's say, does Biden clearly have any of the answers? Well, he doesn't have the answers, folks. That is the million-dollar question and also the million-dollar answer to what we're saying on the show today. That this president has failed his country, has failed his nation, and has failed the Americans of this nation. Plain and simple. He has failed us, ladies and gentlemen. The ones who voted for this, for this president 
are now seeing that this president does not have a clue on what the hell he is doing. Look what this country is going through. We are going through more than ever before. Ever before. I've said many times, I love plugging this in because it represents truly what this nation is. A lot of people think that we still have a virus in this country. I agree with them 110%. We have the Jovit 2020, the virus that is literally killing America every single day. And how do we end this Jovit 2020? How do we end this virus? Is there a cure to this thing? Is there a miracle pill, a miracle drug from the heavens that can come down and help us, guys? How can we do it? How can we end all this? Well, 2024, folks, is right around the corner. Right around the corner. We can end all this. We can have our economy back. We can have our nation back. We can have all this stuff like it never existed. We can end this woke agenda bullshit and make America truly the land of the free. Because, folks, we are in a third world nation. Literally. A third world nation. We need to end all this, folks. We need to destroy what this man is trying to do. We need to destroy the virus and elect a president that has our voice backed. You know what that means? When you vote for a president, your vote matters. Did we see that last election? Absolutely not. We didn't see that in the last election. Terrible times. Guys, before I close it out, I want to put in some really, really important uh, information here on the show. We just literally came out with some really, really good merchandise. I think you're absolutely going to enjoy it here. We'll plug it into the show. For those who are getting fed up with the censorship on social media and all the platforms on the internet today, grab your exclusive I Speak the Truth and Get Censored merchandise from our show's merchandise website, www.patriotunfiltered.com. Get your merchandise today and represent that true conservative movement we have in this country, or at least what we have left of it. Use promo code PATRIOT1 for free shipping. Free shipping. We're trying to keep this promo code on the website for a while to save you money. We understand that the inflation is killing all of us. It's killing all of us. Grab, like I said, your exclusive I Speak the Truth and get censored merchandise. Because we are, folks. We're speaking the truth and still getting censored. How about that shit, right? And plus two, guys, you're going to see tremendous merchandise on the website. We put out a lot of new stuff, a lot of new things. 
T-shirts, um, yoga pants, coffee mugs. We got it all, folks, on the website. Check it out, patriotunfiltered.com. Guys, I also want to uh, basically uh, plug in uh, some really, really good uh, sponsors here that literally support us tremendously. Head over to helium10.com. Use promo code PATRIOT10. Guys, we're going to give you 10% off every single month for using Helium 10. What is Helium 10? It is for that e-commerce business merchant, whatever type of e-commerce that you have or thinking of having, use Helium 10. What do they do? They take your product, your brand, and they expand it onto websites. Huge e-commerce websites, such as Amazon, Walmart.com. It gets you the maximum exposure. Promo code PATRIOT10, 10% off every single month. Guys, for all my Amazon Music Premium lovers out there, for new subscribers to the plan, go over to getamazonmusic.com forward slash the Patriot Angle. We're going to give you the first 30 days for free. All premium stuff, unlimited uh, forwardings, downloads, everything is on Amazon Music Premium. Check it out today, guys. We're on Amazon. We love it. Last but not least, guys, we got a really, really good offer. We're going to put in the show notes. It's our exclusive offer for all my CBD oil lovers out there. CBD does works like wonders. Helps out the skin. Can't say more than enough of them, guys. Head over to Live Rishi. It's a funny name. I I, I understand. Live Rishi, guys. They're a, a, a really big CBD company. Used them myself here on the show. All right. Got a little rash, put a little cream on it. The CBD oil works like wonders. It's like Miracle Whip, right? That's what I call it, the Miracle Whip. Put the little Miracle Whip on it. It'll clear it right up. You got a bug bite? Put the little Miracle Whip of Live Rishi. Guys, head over to LiveRishi.com. Use the promo code Patriot Unfiltered. Guys, you're going to get 20% off. 20% off. You can't beat it. These are products, guys, on LiveRishi.com that works like wonders. If it didn't work, guys, I wouldn't literally plug them into my show. Try it out today, guys. I think you're going to love it. No questions asked. Guys, I want to thank you for tuning into the show. Remember, guys, you can follow me just about everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. We're also now on Truth Social as well as TikTok. Yes, putting out some amazing content on TikTok, some comical uh, uh, videos on TikTok. You're going you're gonna to want to check that out. Really, really good stuff, guys. Um, with that being said, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks a lot, guys.